1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: The Pod Network Entertainment.
1: This is brought to you by Meralco.
0: Hello, listeners. Hello, everyone in PR and communications. Welcome to the Pioneer PRSP Youth Con in a podcast. This is Breaking Down the Buzz, and I am your host, Rochelle Gamboa, Crisis Management Head of SM Supermalls. Do you know that you're part of history? If you're listening to this podcast, yes, you are. The PRSP Youth Con in a podcast is the first of its kind in the communications industry. Breaking Down the Buzz is in partnership with the POD Network. This collaboration really shows how the different entities work together to create innovative ideas to reach more students and young professionals. By using platforms like podcasts, PRSP and the POD Network deliver learnings to a wider audience. Breaking Down the Buzz is a 12-part podcast series that tackles one different topic every podcast. The 12 topics are designed to be relevant to students and practitioners of PR and communications. The discussion is current and fresh, and the talk points are direct, easy to digest, and very useful for school or your current work. In short, suitable for all you young listeners and best for all ages, right? So without further ado, let's get started. Today, our podcast is on crisis communications and disaster management. My, we have with us Ms. Abigail Mendoza, the head of digital communications and content services of Meralco or the Manila Electric Company. And I will join her being the head of crisis management for SM Supermas. Abby. Hi, Mr. Rochelle. Don't <laughs> call me, just call me Shell. Hi, Shell. Yes, that's more comfortable. <laughs> okay.
1: How did you get into PR and communications? Okay. Um, actually, my first job is not as a PR and communications girl. It's actually, I'm a writer, a re- writer, researcher, producer for entertainment shows. Wow. Yeah. It's for showbiz news, talk shows, for GMA. So I I was writing scripts. I was doing interviews with celebrities. <laughs> I was doing research um in uh magazines, via magazines. So and then that was uh we were re- writing um, VTR scripts. We that were sounds doing like interviews. a lot of fun. Yes. And you did this it's for really, how many years? For 5 years. It's really a good um first job. Really. Sobrang ano siya, it's a um something that uh really fresh fresh graduates can learn a lot from because you get you meet a lot of people and then you you discipline actually to be in media in media it's really uh, incomparable talagang you really have to ma- 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 inculcate talaga yung hard work determination to to get stories hmm. to um to be able to interview a lot of people and yung um approach them with the with the questions that you
0: have in mind. <laughs> My first job was also with the media. Print naman it ah, yes. it was with one of the major broadsheets. Ah. Pero wala na siya nga, you know, okay. everything has transitioned to digital and not a lot of uh, newspapers were able to successfully transition to that channel. Mm-hmm. But um Yes, you're right. It is a good exposure. I yes. covered business. I covered um, uh, to be exact, uh, the, <laughs> the 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 um, wouldn't be able to relate to this. It was called the Philippine Commission on Good Government. So it was a re- it was a recovery of a so called ill gotten wealth. No? Okay. During the administration of uh, President Corazon Aquino. na, I dated myself. Anyway, it was a very good experience because I get to cover, go on field and cover stories, political and business stories, even defense stories sometimes. And mm, yes. when I'm assigned to uh, the defense beat and I had to write, and there's a quota of number of stories. So it gives you, it forces you into um, the practice, the mm-hmm. habit of developing a story in your head. And then writing it down for, th- while you're interviewing, you're developing the story in your head and you yes. have to write down the story in 30 minutes because there's a deadline.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and the, the accuracy, right? You need to details ma- accurate because it's going to be exactly, on print.
0: Exactly, <laughs> yeah, getting, making sure mm-hmm. that uh, your facts are straight because
1: once it's printed, mm-hmm. you cannot
0: take it back. Yes.
1: After, actually, after GMA, I went to advertising. So I was in, um, ano, uh, Macan World Group, but not as a creative naman. I, I worked as a corporate communications, uh, so I'm PRing the agency technically. So all the work that we've been doing for our clients, so that's what I did. Before I went to Meralco for full-on corporate, um, public relations, media relations, function. How long have you been with Meralco? Uh, I'm... Almost ten years on November this month.
0: Wow! Congratulations.
1: (laughs) November yes, ten years.
0: And how did you get into crisis communications? Is it a a specialized role in Meralco, or is it part of your function as a PR in communications?
1: Um, It was under Public Information Office. the, The uh, corporate communications team, and then under it is public information office wherein we deal with uh, media and other external stakeholders. But there's no really like a set, uh, like a, an organizational structure wherein, wherein we have a crisis communications team. It's just really part of the whole function of uh, Meralco. And it's something uh, talagang we, every day, it's something we face. Crisis communications talaga, especially for a utility um, company' in uh we cover like uh the whole of Metro Manila and all other surrounding areas so uh every day we like expect to have one way- one thing or another that that we consider like a crisis like for example a power outage or a monthly rate adjustment is is uh especially if increased shat, so how we manage it, um, it's really part of the whole function of um, how we um, communicate mm-hmm. um, and uh, translate it to uh, communications that our audience can can understand because it's very technical industry.
0: How many subscribers do you have?
1: Uh, we have around 7.7 million customers. But that's just the number of account holders. Huh? For every account holder, there's like four or five um, families in those uh, in living in, in the uh, for every account parang, uh equate pasha with four more
0: <laughs> so that's 28 million potential risks yes. facing <laughs> in the case of uh, SM Super Malls, we have 85 malls today around the Philippines and at any given time, there are 3.5 to 5 million people in our mm-hmm. malls yeah. so and the crisis can even happen even after the mall closes no yes. So it's also a day-to-day reality we also we have to deal with mm-hmm. some malls. but I'm sure the the nature of the crisis for the both of us differ um in the case of yes some super malls the crisis management team is a separate
1: mm-hmm. group
0: yes no? so we handle digital well We'll discuss later what kinds of crisis do we actually handle, but perhaps um, our int- our listeners would be interested to know in Meralco,
1: what are the different kinds of um, crisis, crisis that we do did, you handle yeah. every day? Uh, as mentioned, uh, actually the the basic talaga po that we handle uh, that the basic issues that we really uh, monitor on a daily basis is um supply prices and um service mm-hmm. so it supply affects prices so um whenever we we we, we issue ba, like statements on uh there's a supply um gap uh right now happening in the philippines right now so it's a law of supply and demand so when um supply goes um up Ay, sorry when supply goes down talagang the prices will go up so that's why we that's what we try to explain on a daily basis to our customers Because um they still think that meralco is actually um, the only entity electricity entity um that uh when you pay your bills all of your uh, money goes to Meralco, but actually it's not. So there's also supply power supply chain. That's where Meralco is at the end. na. so we have the power generators, and then we have the transmission grid before they actually go to Meralco. So only like twenty percent of um, what you pay in your electricity goes to Meralco. So all the others are remitted to um, other external um, stakeholders. What was the first crisis you handled? That. Actually it's related to that. That um that one when we when I came in, kasi there was um Talagang Yung PR values that we have in uh, Mirago. It's one of our KPIs, cause for reputation management. It's really all red. Um because when when there were we, we conducted research, we found out that yeah the our audience uh were not aware that Mirago is Really, just a distributor. They think when you say electricity or when you say bills, it's really all Meralco. So, so that's what we tried to address, and we came up with um, a Meralco advisory campaign. So, um, it's actually aimed to educate the customers on the bill breakdown and the power supply chain. So. Uh, it's, so it's been 10 years running.
0: <laughs> so it's more like issues management of the yes. customer uh, reactions, huh? Yes.
1: Our, uh, traditionally,
0: crisis communications or disaster management was focused on man-made mm-hmm. or natural disasters. These days, we have to take into consideration also the digital crisis like yes. fake news and uh, crisis about mental health. Mm-hmm. At the most, we have cases of uh, suicide attempts in favorite nilay Mosk. I yes. wish they didn't choose the mosque, <laughs> but but actually the 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 good thing about SM is that the frontliners are act, are trained to handle these cases. Mm-hmm. So the other day we had this guy who was able to access an area that was supposed to be off limits but it was adjacent to the parking and he was able to go to the ledge. Uh, fortunately, one of our security guards was able to spot him mm-hmm. and radioed the the emergency response team right away. The emergency response team contacted right away the PNP and they were able to successfully recover the customer, meaning they were able to save him. The story behind it is that he was so desperate because the wife left him oh. and was gonna take the daughter with him. So with her, no. So um we didn't have to communicate or issue an official mm-hmm. statement unless it was covered by the media. But I I'm very proud that SM for its part was very well prepared. I think um with a uh, takes a lot of preparation mm-hmm. also on the ground, yes. Um, from the C suite, from the, the chief executive officers, all the way down to the frontliners, the steps that you take to come up with a crisis uh, management oh, plan or a crisis communications plan can also be a challenge by itself. How does Meralco prepare for its own uh, crisis communication uh, program plan? Or is there
1: a is there policy in place, the procedures that you follow every time? Um, actually, I think it really starts with the C suite, as you mentioned, ma'am. Um, we have a risk management um, committee on a board level. So uh, we get to identify all the possible risks within the organization. And we monitor that closely as part of the Corpcom team. So we are really. Um, uh, monitor. We were part of the committee, and we also closely monitor each and every one of those risks, because we understand that any one of that, even if it's a financial risk or a regulatory risk, or um, an operational risk, especially, kunya mga mga, uh, mga poste or may mga linyang um, bumagsak. Um, it's it, all of them um, really uh, impacts on your reputation
0: take us through the process for example may during a typhoon may natumba na poste take us through the process of how
1: do you do the
0: how you manage the situation well
1: in cases of a typhoon um uh, what we do is well we we get updates from our networks team on on weather especially when may parating na mga typhoon. so we get updates from then we um but we have a bcm in place in terms of operations and in terms of media management and communications we well, we actively communicate tips safety tips for our customers on um, the typhoon and then our preparations yes, the, before the yes before the typhoon hit actually our our area we Coordinate with the billboard owners to take down their um, the billboards because it really affects um, lines and poles. Say what if they if they topple down, they affect um, our facilities also. And then um, during the storm, well, we also give out tips. So before, during, and after. Um, after, Naman a month, uh, we really help communicate our restoration efforts, especially if yung um, area namin is uh, affected. And then if it's not affected, and then there are other areas outside Meralco that are, um, na- nagkaroon ng mga outages, we also go out of our way to, to also assist in the restoration. Because Meralco as, uh, as the biggest uh, power distribution utility has the, the means. So we also, um, try to, um, assist.
0: You mentioned BCM. This is the business continuity management, yes. which is a very important aspect of crisis management because this pertains to how do we get back to business as soon Even, as possible yes. after the Even crisis during, incident. You know. No, So, you, you were talking about the C-suite being involved and then you have the C-suite. In our case, in yeah. our case, we have the emergency response team to mm-hmm. handle the incidents on the ground whether it is a simple electrocution of a Christmas, from a Christmas lights or a uh, a uh, an escalator or elevator malfunctioning we have us we have they know what to do already so they are able to respond under an hour and uh, resolve the issue under an hour and um, for communications we monitor what's mm-hmm. happening on the ground whether there's a need to come to send a media official statement for that or not and if we do Our process is very clear that we just uh, clear it with a straight to the president. Mm -hmm. Wala ng ibang intermediaries, but straight to the president. And it's in a policy. It's in the policy. It's already in the policy that kind of process. And we distribute it to our, if we do have to release it, each of our 85 months have their own Facebook page, TikTok page, Mm -hmm. IG. And, um, some of them have even SM Cares, for example, has a Viber community group. So now if we have to send it out, it's very easy for us to do so because we have 25 to 30 million followers on all of these 85 accounts across all different platforms. In the case of Meralco, how do you distribute your, your, uh, official statements if you need to?
1: Um, well, all... Um, All media, pertaining, all communications that are released to media are actually centralized on the corporate communications group. Um, And then we also coordinate closely with marketing. They're the ones um, who are in charge of distributing comms materials to the different um, business centers also. Uh, The business centers. How many do you have across the country? I think uh we have around 20 plus we do it within we, we only um uh, within the concession area. Yes, within the franchise area which is uh, Metro Manila and um Laguna, Pampanga, some parts of Pampanga, Quezon, Cavite and Rizal. So that's what we do. Um uh we well, we we it's it's really quite helpful talaga that uh there's within the organization there's no silos. So um, when we need to coordinate with each other especially pagka uh, crisis situations we, we don't uh have we don't any have like layers pa exactly so yeah. it's really really important kan talaga that C si sweet understands um the value of corporate communications especially when disaster or crisis happens so para direct na di ba so no more uh, we have to clear with with this group or we have mm-hmm. to get approvals from this um <laughs> from mm-hmm. this group pa. so uh, so direct from the president um corporate communications is in that um level of um, in the hierarchy corporate hierarchy of mirago so we report directly to the president so the president gives orders and then we implement it immediately since it's um it's already like higher up uh, it's a management directive, so we don't really have to go and get like mm-hmm. approvals or anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you learn? I'm curious, did you learn crisis management only from IRALCO, right? Or did you get formal trainings in crisis communications or crisis management?
1: No, <laughs> it only really from Meralco. It, it's really a real world experience mm-hmm. for me. Uh, before, as I mentioned, but it's really just creative work and um. PR for Makan World Group is not is it's not really um, crisis communications focused. It's really push out content. So this one, talaga, this parang every day we have to be ready for any kind of crisis. Which
0: one is more fun for you, the entertainment world or
1: the both actually? Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? um industries you enjoy
0: also the work of crisis communications yes <laughs> in my on my on my for my part yes. before I joined s m supermas I was with another uh, conglomerate mm-hmm. where I was exposed to telco to mining and even to lo- public transportation mm-hmm. with mining the biggest crisis we've held was one of the biggest mining disasters in the country in recent history, so it took a lot of uh, strategic communications yes. and uh, work for us and it, even here in SM Supermall this is uh, what we do first there's the risk assessment yes. team no like the one you mentioned um, they do with together with them we work on the different scenarios the mm-hmm. different risk present in each department in fact in the transportation company where i used to work there we got a third party to make a risk assessment for each of the bis- each of the right. departments oh, okay and then we were asked to rate the risk according to to how much it will impact if this hap if that happens if that incident happens what is the cost impact and then what's the likelihood so there's a risk matrix and from the risk matrix we determine what kind of resources do we need so it's the c suite the c suite that actually uh, um, evaluates how big the crisis management uh, preparation will be so mm-hmm. f- it's not just the budget but also the team that will comprise it How big is your team uh, about fifteen
1: right now but before that's just for crisis communication that's for public public inf- uh, corporate communications um, but when a crisis happens, how many uh, when crisis how, hits, how
0: many in the team are activated?
1: All of us are activated, and then we also get to tap uh, other teams, especially our regulatory group. And our uh, depends on what crisis. So, we have the regular for, for regulatory issues, we tap the regulatory team, and then uh, we also have uh, networks team who also handles um, problems, um, especially when it, uh, it comes to our facilities. Mm. In our
0: case, there's the the crisis management
1: team has first the mancom, mm-hmm. which determines,
0: which gives a strategy on how to respond, provides the budget for response and the budget for recovery, okay. and then there's the the support group which provides legal, IT, and the marketing, uh, the PR group, and then the last would be the ones who are the tactical guys, the frontliners who respond to the to the the incident, which are mostly mall operations, so security, um, medical, mm-hmm. and the mall operations heads. No? So they we, get the inform; they pass on the information to us. We get it approved, and then the the, CC- the mancom provides, in- the resources mm-hmm. to to respond to the issue. And then there's also after determining how big the team would be and who would be in the crisis management team there's also the need to develop a crisis management plan Mm -hmm. so the development itself also involves different departments right it's the same case with you right
1: uh for a crisis development plan uh for communications per se this is uh, really under us but there is also our social media team which is also embedded in marketing so they're the ones in charge of, um, they have this social media crisis playbook, uh, which we adhere to also. Um, and then we also have our own, um, crisis management playbook for media. So, um, there are like different playbooks for different situations. Mm-mm, correct. And then even up to the, uh, down to the template for each yeah. kind of, uh, crisis. Yeah. No? We have- Do you also have drills and trainings? Yes, we uh, we regularly conduct like uh, media training especially for um our executives because they're usually the ones being asked media directly goes to ex- our executives so how how they should be interacting with media how to answer and uh, even other on-ground personnel then. In
0: the case of SMC for this morning we had an yes. earthquake drill okay, yes. so in that earthquake <laughs> drill the all the all the personnel involved in managing the crisis, including communications, really do mock drills. Mm-hmm. We're playing as if there was really a um, earthquake. So uh, around the country, in all of supermarkets at nine a.m. this morning, an earthquake was announced, and so we have to stay in the office because we're doing the uh, official statement. <laughs> we're assessing. We're getting reports from the field, and then um, we assess the need. We monitor if any customer was affected, any employee was affected. Mm. Was there an evacuation that happened? And um, there are factors that we look at to determine if we should come up with an official statement or not just to assure the public that it's okay to go back to the malls. The customers are safe. The employees Mm -hmm. are safe.
1: So, ma'am, do you have like a... What's do you have like a what mall in particular within the SM group is more prone to uh, crisis? We have data,
0: we, we have data, <laughs> but, but, there, uh, but we you also... always assume the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. which is to assume that any given day, any hour, anything can happen to each of these malls. And a lot of times, it was there were instances that this were. This even happened, even when the models were closed. Were closed. Yeah. Isolated cases, but it happens, which we need to prepare for. How another another after the, you have developed the drills and and um trainings. It's also another important element of an effective crisis communication plan would be the communication channels. You mm-hmm. mentioned that you have the business centers. You have your um.
1: You have your media. Yes. How do you manage your online followers? Um, well, marketing, our marketing department is actually the one handling um, the official Miralco Facebook page. Um, mm-hmm. It's supported by our customer care group. Um, so they're really the ones on top of the whole page. So anyone, it's really, when you go to Miralco page, because it's different for SM because SM, they, they all like, they're all happy in the in the in the in the Facebook pages. Eh. But when But when you go to Miralco, you try to visit Miraco page, my god all all comments are all about But n tas tas ng bilko hoy brown out na Do so, you answer each? Yes, problem? yes, we do each each and every one. Our customer, customer care group. We have um, we tap uh, plat, we got platforms na to make sure na all of the questions and all of the concerns raised there are answered. Uh, we we go offline naman with them so parang paring siya public especially kay mga data privacy um, issues then kasi if they give their names their addresses so we pm them na lang for their for their details but we do try to answer we, each and
0: every one that was that's what we used to do sa LRT1 which i handled now when the MVP group and the Ayala group concession took over no the the staff of the customer service, customer service was under the communications team. And uh, at the time, the ones who comprised the customer service were the former employees of LRT1. These were the LRTA mm-hmm. or government employees. So all they know about customer service was face-to-face mm-hmm. handling of complaints. Yes. They don't know about digital. So I really have to spend three yes. months, sit down with them to know, so that they are able to, to brief them, be experts on Twitter. <laughs> And handle each complaint. Dana a hashtag, ano, LRT bulok, <laughs> all, all that. So it's a good thing that we were able to turn around those sentiments and they've come to practice. It has become a habit for LRT1 customers that they check the Twitter first. Mm-hmm. yeah see how many trains mm-hmm. today is their breakdown. To check the status of the trains. We, we made it. We made Twitter very active. Mm-hmm. And then eventually move, we moved to, on to uh, developing an app, the Ecot Manila app, mm-hmm. so that now all your complaints are, um, that's where they raise their concerns. Mm-hmm. It's no longer in a public platform like Twitter or X as it is known right now. Mm-hmm. So all the complaints are, we have, we made sure that their complaints are addressed uh, within 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the KPI I gave to the customer service team. A uh, customer service team. So if it's this kind of complaint, there's also KPI of resolution for each kind of complaint. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if it's an engineering issue, at least seven days. If it's an operational issue, within twenty four hours. you it can be go as detailed.
1: In Maragakiski cement po we're regulated kasi we're a regulated entity so every performance metrics talaga really binabantayan ng correct ng government which mm-hmm. is the energy regulatory commission so for us our performance metrics are um our uh duration of brownouts the frequency of brownouts and then we report it so atalegang uh, kailangan operationally kailangan magperform because it really the best everyone's looking at Meralco not just our customers but also government I
0: have a very interesting question how did a soft-spoken lady like you <laughs> how do you survive crisis uh, management dealing with the day-to-day crisis issues of uh that you receive in Meralco
1: uh, it helps pa talaga that we have a really good leader uh no not to ano naman to make sip sip to Hi my Joe. boss. <laughs> but he's he's really um the crisis management person uh personified <laughs> yeah he's always calm
0: yes. he's always calm on um he's always calm on uh, radio interviews tv mm.
1: interviews and, and he knows. i think it's important uh, yes and the network that he has I think it's re- it's really very important and um he always says that media relations is uh, the media strategy so talagang he really um, updates his network he 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 um goes yung mga old friends he would uh, he would go back to them Kapag uh, um and then we we he gets to meet new ones so it really helps then kasi, especially in times of crisis when you have a lot of stress, <laughs> yes. but he handles it. Naman. And then um, for us, uh, me, kasi I'm more on the back end. My job, my function in Corp.com is more on the back end. So mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. do the strategy mm-hmm. and we do the uh, messaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one talaga fronting and myself he's... as well.
0: <laughs> myself. For mining our spokesperson was attorney Mike Toledo, yes. but we were doing the, the back Back-end. end work mm-hmm. from development of from strategy to implementation of um the different tactics. And um well it's fun and um because you're always on your toes. Tiba? Yes. And um it's always
1: it's never a dull day. And tiba? the learnings talaga and the people that you meet and the in the intel that you get uh talagang very very <laughs> valuable especially if you really plan to uh, advance in communications or in media uh, crisis experience in crisis really opens up a lot of um kailangan creative kailangan resourceful kailangan agile because what you think will happen will not happen <laughs> And mm-hmm. talaga, you really have to um, be more be strategic. Mm-hmm.
0: So these days, what do you think are the biggest uh, crisis? Crisis. I mean, in terms of the nature of crisis that you handle, because traditionally, as I mentioned, it's more operational
1: mm-hmm.
0: or disasters.
1: Um, I well, you forest major and natural disasters. We don't actually consider it as crisis, na because it's it's B A U. Because it's really, what's BAU? it's uh, business as usual mm-hmm. not for us BAU. because talagang typhoons come. and They're part
0: of the business. As yes,
1: it's uh it's like an everyday thing for our networks team. So they know na what to do. Um, pagka mga malalaki na lang talaga pong mga typhoons, that's when we really, um, we get on our toes. And consider it as a crisis. But I think right now, it's, at least from a communications perspective, it's, misinformation oh,
0: same same yes. same with sm supermass our biggest uh, crisis nowadays the
1: one with the most number vol- highest volume would be fake news yes Because andami um, people who peddle fake news just for for i don't know for money for fame mm. and then for there, scams yes for scams um,
0: there are fake accounts mm. of sm megamall and then really? they get, yes, what, what they scam they people to say that, oh, we're offering this investment. Oh. Well, we have a lot of, we have, there was one customer who cried already for, you know, asking for help from us. But there's, um, so what we do is we help in um, educating the public yes on how to spot fake news. And of course, external partnerships. We bring in external partners to mm-hmm. help us we are coming out with a, um, campaigns in different unbranded campaigns in different, uh, platforms to help us, uh, help the public, um, to be, to be able
1: to, to be able to, uh, outsmart, uh, the f- peddlers of fake news. So what do they do, ma'am, for SM? Like, uh, do they, when they choose to, um, to create a fake account? So what? What they, oh, there are, there are, they get.
0: First, you can report it on the Facebook platform. Um, second, if there's massive impact, then you can you have to come with an official statement to disown these pages, right? And then we have uh we 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 use our network as well and our followers to spread the news that mm-hmm. this is fake. And it ha- and if there's a massive reporting, it it will be taken down for sure okay so you have any other questions for me
1: um uh, can i ask you about what, also what's the biggest crisis that you've handled and um oh, it was
0: really the the mining the one with the mining company okay. where i was on my way up to the mine site
1: mm-hmm.
0: we were driving up to the mine site it was raining very hard it's been raining for two weeks and when it got to the Mine site. The I was informed by the the president. I had to call the president because there was something that happened. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the rain affected our uh, dam, where the where you hold the called the, the excess water from the mines. Uh, after processing the minerals, there's excess water, so you have a tailing pond that holds that excess water. It broke because of the rain, so it flooded the waterways. The spillways, and uh, we had to be on our toes twenty four mm-hmm. hours, twenty four seven, even on weekends, to correct because there were a lot of misinformation going on. Mm-hmm. So we made yes. it a point to come up with uh, two updates in a week on operations and engineering, mm-hmm. and three updates per week on what is going on with the communities who were affected. So how how the company recovered? We are we always uh, we it's good that we had very good relationships by that time with the media mm-hmm. so they really also helped us in um in um in our uh, in educating the
1: public mm-hmm. for the uh corrective actions that we've done it also helps. I remember uh, you CSR activities, po, no ng nang. Mm. nang With the mining. the CSR for Good mining
0: com- companies they really are ongoing crisis mm-hmm. or not crisis or none. But in this case, there was a really special program to help the affected communities recover. Yes, Abby. Any last words before we say goodbye to our listeners?
1: Ah, okay. Um, siguro I I really like this um thing that I. I uh, read recently online when it comes to crisis notes. So it really helps if you um, have a plan in place. So all those things that we've talked about, uh, ma'am, so we can we can put it on on, on your notes and then you can create a, your own communication uh, plans, when, especially when it comes to crisis. And then you practice your plan. So you do a lot of workshops and uh, media um, practice um, simulations, crisis simulations. The third point is um, always remember that um, things always don't always go according to plan. So you always have to be um, ready and agile and flexible um, to be able to manage crisis because they don't always um, go as planned according, according to your plans. Very well said,
0: Abby. I just like to add that it is fun and challenging if you like excitement. Crisis communications is for you. It's not (laughs) stressful if you're really prepared, as Abby just mentioned. So that's a wrap for the episode of Breaking Down the Buzz, the PRSV YouthCon in a podcast in partnership with the Pod Network. A pioneer 12 episode series designed for students and young practitioners of PR and communications. We hope that you have learned something from this podcast. Join us for the next episode as we continue to create online discussions on the topics and touch points that matter. Thank you, Abby. Thank
1: you Mr. for Chanel. this
0: thought-provoking discussion. It's a heavy hitter, but you know it deserves serious thought and can be a niche strength in corporate communications. I believe this podcast will inspire our students and young practitioners in their PR and communication careers. These learning sessions are created and organized by the Public Relations Society of the Philippines Education Community. For further information on this podcast series, visit PRSP.ph. Thank you to the new channel for the speaker's tokens. And wonderful surprises await lucky podcast listeners. So don't miss an episode. Find out more at PRSP.ph. Finally, PRSP and the Pod Network thank all the podcast listeners. We hope we shared some value to our chosen profession of PR and communications. I'm Rochelle Gomboa. This is Abby, wishing you to always be prepared, stay calm, and make good decisions. Take care everyone. Bye. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.